0: Welcome to TV. Yes, it's not the Edmonton Eskimos anymore with one of their most famous players ever, Ricky Ray. It is the Edmonton Elks and we're at the Duck Lake where I will go on with Gabe and Cam on Game Time Decisions. There's ducks in the background and out that way about oh, 20 kilometres is Elk Island. So the new Edmonton football team is the Edmonton Elks. Good choice, it was hard. There was no really, really obvious great name. They've kept the EE, although they should have it on their helmet. Not sure why the EE is not on the new, good-looking design helmet. Good choice, they're big and strong. Oh, they're a bit slow though, the Elks, but now nah, I'm happy with that. Happy with the Edmonton Elks, but I'm BC Lions number one. But it's going to happen August the 5th, the season is starting. Let's go the CFL, let's go CFL, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, AFL round 12 continues tonight, and the Melbourne Demons, after losing the Adelaide Crows by one point a couple of weeks ago, they took on the Western Bulldogs and beat them convincingly last week. And last night they beat the third team, the Brisbane Lions, after being... Oh, I was about one point in it at quarter time. So the Melbourne Demons are going along very, very nicely. Clam Chowder out there in Montreal will be very happy with that. And he would be also very happy that the Montreal Canadiens into the round two of the North Division in the NHL. That's the National Hockey League, Ice Hockey. And they defeated the Winnipeg Jets in the first game. Shifley. Oh, he cleaned up this fella and got four-game suspension. I don't know what's a fair hit and what is not a fair hit half the time in hockey. But, yeah, he cleaned him up. That one looked pretty dirty. Back for the AFL Games 2 and 3 tonight before I go on SportsReach. Yes, fighting. Been in a fighting mood. Well, at this stage, I've won the fight, the three-month fight with... The worm, parasite, maggot and wannabe as Clam Chowder calls them online. I'm winning that fight. I won't even mention the name but the people that know me know that I have been drastically, dramatically harassed online. On the Sports Rage chat it's been disgraceful. Well that person has deleted every message I believe and I've went back like 6 or 7 weeks on the online chat and i'll say it deflamer has deleted all of his messages because i threatened i finally threatened to go to youtube and other places so all the messages from deflamer are gone so i'm winning that fight i've won that fight and i'm not in the mood for that arsehole to reappear tonight. I'm just not in the mood. It's been a tough week. Not in the mood for that. All right, let's talk AFL games. Before I go on tonight with Gabe on Sports rage. We have the Sydney Swans. Oh, they're going along so nicely. They play the St Kilda Saints at the SCG. That's the Sydney Cricket Ground, the home of the Sydney Swans. I like them to win and they're about 22 and a half point favourite. Yeah, be about that. Can't trust the Saints. I like the Sydney Swans. Take them on the money line and put them in a multi with my team. Here we go, the Adelaide Crows. Yes, there's no crows out here. Well, they're around, but I can't see any. The Adelaide Crows, they play the Collywobble Magpies, and there's magpies around here too as well. Well, the magpies have been terrible. They've been terrible. They kicked one goal up to three-quarter time last week. So put the crows and the swans in a multi-pace, minus 109. Crows are about 13 and a half point favorite. They'll probably get that done, you'd think. Be careful on plus minus, though. It's tough. The plus minus. All the games, the rest of the games, we'll be talking them tonight. On Sports Rage, Sports Grid Radio, Series XM, Channel 204, etc.
1: This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Never bet on this guy again. I said he'd barely beat a dehydrated Aussie. Speaking of Aussies, let's bring in Mick Aussie. <laughs> I've said too much, but that's why you tune in, in the late night hours. Kyle Noak, <laughs> Patrick Cote. That was the fight. Noak was gassed, dehydrated, should have been in the hospital, never should have fought. Cote still barely beat him. What's up, Mick? Hey, Gabe, uh, Yep, five minutes to go, and the Collie
2: Wobble Magpies start against the Adelaide Crows. So that's, uh, we only got four games tonight, mate. But, yeah, yeah, uh, you know what, Mick? The collie Wobble Magpies.
1: Listen, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to run you to be fast, because we do have Keith Smith coming up. I was just rambling tonight, but this league's pissing me off. How the hell did my West Coast Eagles lose last week, Mick? I can't take this anymore, Mick. You know what? The only way I make money in this league anymore, bro, is with totals. I don't trust any sides anymore, Mick. All these teams are whacked. Oh, cram chatter. Oh, how about the Melbourne Demons, 11 and one? The one damn game they lost, Mick, that cost me 700 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead right
2: the crows beat the demons and then they've beaten two of the best sides in the last two weeks but yes i'm done with your west coast eagles they were up well against the Eston bombers and got beat so i'm done with them i'm going against them against the blues because that's in sydney and the eagles have got more more injuries kennedy and Kelly are out, so I'm done with your Eagles. And if they're not careful, mate, they're <laughs> going to miss the eight. They need to get their act they're together soft.
1: really quick, those Eagles. They're soft. They're soft, Mick. I told you they're soft. They piss me off. But you know what? I love the jersey. I'm going to wear the jersey suit. You know what, Don't make The problem is it's like wearing a basketball jersey. U A F L guys at Aussie, it's like our boy on, like the Australian four. hey, Dubsy. He loves, like, hey, Dubsy's all, you know what I mean? You know, I, I got to get bigger guns, Mick, if I'm going to wear that AFL stuff, or I got to wear the T-shirt. <laughs> but let me ask you, Mick, if somebody in Australia wears an AFL jersey with the T-shirt underneath it, is that considered lame? Do you got to man up and have the arms out, or h- how do you work that in Australia? Because it's a weird thing, like with basketball jerseys like that. So what about an AFL jersey in Australia? Because like I said, you, you it exposes you. Right? I got your NFL jersey. I got a little boy, Bony Arms, hanging out your my West Coast jersey. How am I going to wear that, Mick? I got to wear a long sleeve under that. <laughs>
2: Well, you've got to work out, Gabe. Get those push-ups going and stuff. But I think I've told you this before. In Australia, guys that played Aussie football generally don't wear the Guernseys jerseys to the game. It's all the people that have never played before. So it's it's kind of different. And my Aussie mates used to... My Aussie mates used to diss me for wearing CFL and NFL jerseys. I said, go and get... You don't know, you guys don't know what it's like over here. Everyone wears jerseys and it's fantastic. Hey, look at look at this. So I, told my I probably bought this stuff. jersey.
1: You can't see, but for people on our video stream, I bought this jersey today. You know why? Because hey, yeah, go habs, go. Hey, Mick, how about the Montreal Can't Screw the Winnipeg Jets. Um, but I'm wearing it right now a jersey. It's too nice, too slick. Mateus couldn't see, that's the problem. Like I'm too low. We got graphics in front of us and stuff, but we're wearing the Team France jersey, baby, because France are the best soccer program in the world right now. But, God, they have a bad draw. I really hate that. But, nevertheless, all right, Mick, so this league, like I told you, Mick, I love you, but this league is pissing me off, bro. And uh, I'm into some totals. And if you guys always warn me every week, oh, don't take that over, don't take that over. And every week I win. Every week I win, if you remember. You guys never give me credit for this crap either. And every week I've been hitting these totals. All right, so let's blast through this, Mick. Adelaide, Collingwood. Adelaide, your Crows. Dear God, when's the last time the Adelaide Crows were favorites?
2: (laughs) Gabe, the Collier Magpies are an absolute disgrace. They had one goal at three-quarter time. I like that Coach Nathan Buckley, but he's... he's hanging around with some new hot chick. He's dumped his wife, so he's more <laughs> interested in that, I reckon. He's probably not going to last a year. Magpies are terrible. Crows should win that at home. But COVID's run right. There's games rescheduled and everything. The magpies are allowed in Adelaide. And the health minister told the fans not to touch the ball because of COVID. Can you believe that? They're going crazy because do
1: fear of COVID. Hey. Right. I thought you guys no, were fans, tough down there. What do you said, mean you can't touch the ball? <laughs> no, she
2: says if oh, the, the ball fans? goes into the crowd, you got to duck.
1: Well, they, yeah, well, I was going to say, well, so what are they supposed to do, get hit in the face? <laughs> like, I'm not going to look. like <laughs> soccer players, Mick? You know where good soccer players, Mick, cover their nutsack. You ever see that before, like, the penalty kick? It's like everyone, like, crosses. Yeah. It's like okay, you can't move. If you move your arm, it's going to be a, a handball. It's going to be a, be, be a handball. So, i tell you, Mick, your Adelaide Crows, though, hey, eh, brother, keep battling. I know, you know, they're, they've, they've lost four in the last five, but they're four and seven on the season. And you got the, the cobbly-wobblies here, those scumbag magpies, two and nine. You guys going to win this? Can I trust you? Can I trust you? Can I put you in a parlay, in uh, a multi? Uh, I wouldn't. I put a couple of the other games oh. in before them, but I think they'll get it done. What about the over/under? What about the over/under? Um, both, you know what? Oh, Collingwood no. can't score, right? You guys are kind of both low-scoring teams. Yeah, let's go to the next match, man. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> talk. Let's, talk. Yeah. Let's, let's let's move on to us talk. Okay, listen. You and Kev were seven, two, and one. Bravo! I give you credit. So I'm going to shut up. What do you got? What are your best bets, Mick, tonight? Because we got Keith Smith coming up from Yahoo Sports. All right, Sports, let's go to talking the- about What are your best bets? All right, seeing you like the under-overs,
2: I do like the over in the Tigers-Bombers game that's being played in Perth because they're not allowed in Melbourne because of COVID. Like I said, they're going crazy down there. Tigers have won the last three times against the Bombers. Tigers-Bombers take the over. I think they both can score well unless it rains like in it. Perth. I like that. I also, I also like the... Blues to beat your Eagles. I don't trust the Eagles on the road, and they have so many
1: e- injuries. That game is oh. in
2: SCG in Sydney.
1: Were you telling me, man, that we're this low, Mick, that we're going to lose to the Carlton Blues? That's like losing to the Maple Leafs. 11, we're getting 11 and a half points, <laughs> Mick. Can we cover? Can we cover? 11 and a half. <laughs> I actually do have the
2: Eagles on the plus, but I'm down with them, mate. But that said, they'll probably come back, but they've lost more good players. They nah. really have, guys. Hey. They've probably hey, got like you right of their best players out.
1: Oh, 10 Okay, I was going to say I'm going to go one last time with these guys, but all right. All right, love you, Mick. We'll get you back on TV as the season goes on. We get into the playoffs and stuff. Great stuff. We got Keith Smith coming up. We'll get a same man's perspective. we will be the first normal person on the show tonight.
0: Bring it. <laughs> AFL round 12 last night. Well, the Swans got up over the Saints in a very exciting game. And then the Crows, huh, first time i picked the Crows in many weeks. And why did I? They let me down against the useless Wobbles, As you just heard me say on Sports Rage last night, all well, the Collywobble magpies... They won by five points at Adelaide Oval. So why did I pick the Crows? I don't know. I'm still upset with them. They are on the up, but terrible losing at home to the currently, until last night, the terrible Collywobble Magpies. And then over in Perth, yes, my best bet of the week got it done. The over in the Richmond Tigers versus the Essendon Bombers game. I watched that today on TSN5. It was fantastic. It was the indigenous game. The uh, celebrations were fantastic and a massive crowd at Optus Stadium in Perth. So none of the Perth teams played. It was two Melbourne based teams and it sold out a 60 plus thousand amazing new stadium. It sold out fairly quickly. Well, the game we didn't get to last night. Was the Bulldogs versus the Fremantle Dockers in Perth? That'll be on tonight, again at the Optus Stadium. I think the Western Bulldogs will win that, although the Dockers are good at home, and Tabernacle, the good forward, is back for the Dockers. So take the Dogs to win and probably cover the 14 and a half points, but be careful, these plus minuses, you never know. Well, the reason I was only on one one segment last night with Gabe was Clam Chowder called in. Gabe got behind schedule, but it was great to hear Clam Chowder talk. And yes, he's a demon since 2008 or earlier. So let's now go to a segment from Grade Cup Montreal Road Rage. Gabe, Cam, and I interviewed... Clam Chowder.
3: Anyway, here with a Clam Chowder, Patriot Nation, exports sports rager in Montreal. Patriot Nation, correct? Hey, Clam Chowder, feel the passion right here. Patriot Nation was in the past. Anyway, uh, you boys are still doing well. Tom Brady, star my TV show, he's injured, but you boys are looking good. Randy Moss is still out there. Your defense is good. Tough division, though. What are the Patriots' chances in that tough division? Hey, their chances are pretty good. We have a big game this Sunday, and uh, we win this game this Sunday. We're we're back at it, and my secret creamy sauces. We're looking good, mate. You playing the uh, dolphin mammals, not the fish. Madness is here. They all say they're fish. I don't know why. Mamm- dolphins are mammals. mammals Anyone knows mammals. that? Feel the
1: passion. Feel the passion. Not Ryan. Not Ryan. Feel the. Pa- Texans shit him a pants. Browns. And I was about to snap. I really nearly strangled you, Mick. And I did break the radar in his fucking car, you know, just for good measure. But, but, and, but you were good, Mick. You pick fights with fucking rednecks and bars. Thanks, Mick. Thanks for the memories. What about that? MickOssi.com? What about that hot chick that you, you had? What about that beautiful girl? I don't remember anything about that. I just remember you.
3: <laughs> All right, we're back with Mick. I here hey Australian football star, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fanatic. Say, say, what uh, Clam Charlie, like the Aussie Rose footy? Oh, yeah, Melbourne. Demons? Demons, demons. Demons. Eh. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of Greeks in Melbourne, you know? Oh, yeah. You, are you Greek? you Greek? Greek. I'm Greek. I have cousins in Melbourne. And, and- Waltzing Matilda. I love Waltzing Matilda. I had a teacher from Perth. Perth, for St. Kilda. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, Chowder, thanks for your NFL picks I'm in a great competition I'm 8th out of 30 right All now right. thank you buddy great to good see luck, you again. good
0: luck well let's continue the uh, umpiring story that I told last week on my podcast when I umpired in Ottawa and uh, there was oh it was trouble I felt threatened I thought this guy was gonna absolutely knock me out well I was so upset, and then the trouble at night in the nightclub just capped off a terrible day. Well, the next week or a couple weeks afterwards, Rogers TV in Toronto had agreed to go and film an AFL game. Well, several months earlier, I was uh, the main commentator for the Ottawa Swans game in Ottawa with Rogers TV. It was the first out of anyone in the... Ontario Australian Football League to get a proper TV station to come and film a AFL, international AFL Ontario game. Well, I did the uh, commentary, and James Maitland helped me with special comments and a bit of commentary, because as you know, I'd done a lot of media. I'd interviewed some ex-AFL stars at US Nationals and done a lot of radio with Gabe and 5AA, etc., So I had a great time interviewing players before and at halftime of that game in Ottawa. Well, I had a phone call pleading for me to go and uh, commentate the game in Ontario, in Toronto, because it was the same team playing that I had the big fight with when I was umpiring, slash, well, nearly fight, trouble as I said. I was driving around in Ottawa, racing truck driving, and I took the phone call. And a guy on the committee, involved with this team, pleaded to me to commentate, so I drove down, I did that, and uh, well, I'm glad I did it. But then, it gets worse. So it was fun to do the commentary, but how do you reckon I felt when I had to be totally neutral, commentating this team that were total assholes, threatened to beat me up, umpiring. Oh, it was two or three weeks earlier, I believe, but I did it. I drove down from Ottawa, money out of my own pocket to do it, because, yeah, I'll be honest, I'd had a lot of experience. So me and this other lad did the commentary in special comments. It was fun, but it was tough. It was tough for me to be totally neutral, especially with the main assholes, two or three of them, running around playing for this team. So then later that year, um, i arranged to move to Edmonton and uh, the Ottawa boys committee put my name forward to be an umpire in the final in Toronto, the men's final. Well, I didn't get the men's final. I got the division two final with Brian so they considered me in the top four umpires that year in the Ontario Australian Football League. Well, I had to umpire that same team, their Division 2 team. It was fine, umpired okay, it was good game, tight game. But as I'm running back from the centre to my position, this guy basically bumped me. I couldn't believe it. It was one of the assholes that wanted to fight me. I believe, or his mate, he actually stood in my way and bumped me. I was in shock and I actually ignored it because I didn't want to cause trouble. I was moving to Edmonton next day and it would have been his word against mine. So I just let it go. But if that was on film or if that was done in Australia, this guy would have been rubbed out for six weeks minimum, maybe a year. Because if you even hit someone in Australian rules football, you're done for life. Yep, he definitely bumped into me and uh, made his presence felt. I was disgusted again. A new segment. Here we go, from number six to number eight. I have so much to sell. I have my movie, Football Fan Frenzy. Sure, it's a bit old, but hey, it's good enough for me to do a deal with the right person in the know. We still watch Seinfeld, and that's 20 plus years old. Thanks for the ratings and reviews of Football Fan Frenzy. It's funny. Let me know if you wanna watch it. I also have my booklet, here it is, titled at the moment, it's not finished, the 100% true spiritual or unexplainable in normal thinking terms events of Kim Andrew Harrison, AKA Mick Ozzie. I talked about some of the uh, car crash and car driving experiences in that booklet on my recent podcast Well, let's go now to my grandfather's book titled from number six to number eight my grandfather Hugh Gilmore Harrison his mother died four days after he was born in Belfast Island in 1910 he then went to Australia in 1927 and never returned. Check this out, let's just read part of it. My years in the wolf cubs were during the trouble in Ireland, so we had to be careful of our movements as we were close to the trouble spots. One night when we were leaving our hall after training, we had to run from a hail of bullets as some guy was gun happy, amazing. We could hear the bullets whining down the street as we crept along close to the wall. One of those bullets only had to find us and I would not be writing this life story. I had another close call some years later in Australia, but I will relate that later. Unbelievable. This is a fantastic book. I want to make a movie out of it one day. Let's go to part two of my grandfather's book from number six to number eight page seven at this time i had a great pal bill craig who was in the boy scouts with me we decided to emigrate to another country and try our luck on foreign soil i was very keen to go to canada can you believe that as i had heard the gilmore family talking about their relations who had gone to that country and had done very well for themselves At this time, Canada, New Zealand and Australia were advertising for migrants to work on farms. One afternoon, I was reading the daily paper at my sister Maggie's home when I spotted an advertisement for farm workers in South Australia on a three-year contract with a farmer at 17 shillings and sixpence, $1.75 per week to start with increasing to two pounds at the end of three years. This appeared to me to be a great prospect to improve my earnings so I could cut so I cut the piece out of the paper and proceeded to build Craig's house to let him have a look at it and see what he thought. I had got about halfway there when I met him on his way to show me the same advertisement. And as one might guess, that solved the problem of where we would try our luck in another country. That's unbelievable, isn't it? The next and most important move was for Bill and me to get permission from our parents as we were only 16 years of age. In those days of 1927, people in Ireland did not travel very far and Australia was 12,000 miles away and a long journey of four to six weeks. Oh, this is unbelievable. It was a fantastic book. And as I said, I reckon I can make a movie out of this one day. My grandfather, fantastic person. He never went back to Ireland. Went to Australia, never went back.